Flower towns are the heart of America. Some say they're gone, moved on, or simply faded away. But there's a new American town on the map. It's a town with a big heart and an even bigger ambition. A town where modern progress meets rich history, where the arts meet innovation, and where companies meet community. A town that you can explore with all of your senses, from the fresh air in the Ozarks to the fresh cuisine on your plate. That town is Bentonville, Arkansas. A town to visit, to see, to breathe, and to discover. Visit Bentonville, a new American town. Welcome to the third episode of Visit Bentonville's A New American Town. Today we're going to talk all things Bentonville Film Festival, also known as BFF. Today in the studio at the beautiful Haxton Road Studios, we have Wendy Guerrero, who's the president of BFF. Welcome, Wendy. Hi. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're so excited that you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself as we get started. Sure. I'd love to. Wendy Guerrero uh, started out in you know, the the industry back in, in Los Angeles. I have a production company with an actor that's been to the festival a couple of times. His name is Bruce Dern. And we have a company called Publicly Private back in Los Angeles. I also started out in theater before I started a company with Bruce, really working with a lot of female writers and change makers in the theater space. Mm -hmm. And then when I started doing some theater in Los Angeles and realized that that probably wasn't a great route. You know, a lot of the people in L.A. are not as interested in theater as New York. So I had to kind of make a pivot in what type of stories I wanted to be doing and met Bruce and we developed this company where we really did start working with a lot of female writers and developing programming with new voices and I am from a diverse family as well. My background is my father is Mexican and my mother is English. So I've always been interested in this intersectionality of stories of race. And also I'm female. So of course, I love to champion women storytellers around around the world now with Bentonville Film Festival. So lucky, lucky to be here. How long have you been with Bentonville Film Festival? I've been with the festival since the beginning. So since 2015, I met the co-founders, uh, Trevor Drinkwater and Gina Davis, right when they were talking about this festival. And I was lucky enough to, you know, pitch them what I was doing with my company and what I'd been doing in theater and in storytelling just as a producer. And we started developing a strategy to approach Walmart and some of the sponsors here in the Northwest Arkansas region and uh, about a film festival that championed uh, women and diverse voices. And so it really came out of a lot of the work that Gina Davis had been doing with the Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media. So she had really been studying gender depictions of women and girls in media and was really interested in that representation. And And the festival kind of came into it as well, layering in the diversity and inclusion side. So, Wendy, one of the things I want to start off with is really defining for our listeners, what is a film festival in general? A film festival in general is really a place that the community goes and filmmakers go and the industry go to celebrate film and to 
you know, hear stories or see stories that might not be in the mainstream media or at your local theater. So there's a, a lot of filmmakers who are, you know, making some incredible stories that people should be seeing. And there are so many film festivals around the world who curate those stories and program them over a number of days for people to come and hear stories that are international, you know, hear stories that are local from their region, maybe see more documentaries that they might not be exposed to in the traditional areas of where they find their entertainment. So it's really a, a place to to come and discover, you know, new stories about the world and about their communities. And, and most film festivals make sure that they have that kind of array of programming to to bring that universality to life, I think is what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> maybe not doing the best job. But yeah, I think it's also a place to to meet other creatives and like-minded people who are curious about other parts of the world and curious about understanding the filmmaking side of things. What is the mission of Bentonville Film Festival and how does that fit into that definition of film festival that you just described? You know, this festival takes it one step further, and it does really represent a mission. So a lot of other film festivals are celebrating the, um, you know, celebrating film, and that's really one of their programming goals. I think our festival really tries to dig a little deeper and connect storytellers corporate changemakers and entertainment industry leaders all together in one place to kind of find these more diverse stories within their communities. You know, media is really something that we're focusing on now as we're going into our fourth year, and it's such a powerful influencer, and it can really inspire young minds to do great things. And we also, you know, try to create this environment where people can understand what unconscious bias is. You know, that's a big element in the festival, too, is that things can be achieved overnight in terms of representation on screen. And, and our, our tagline is, if they can see it, they can be it. So that's why it's so important for media across the board, not only films, but in commercials and, and television, that there's representation on screen for diversity and, in, and inclusive characters. And we know that that's a fact, you know, it's a proven fact that female leads and, and diverse cast perform better at the box office. And that it's really exciting to know that 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 is a real business that people need to dive deep into and, and satisfy the audiences because they're looking for it and they're hungry for it. Right. People want to see a representation of themselves no matter I did. What that is. I Absolutely. <laughs> I did, too. I did, too, as a woman. wanted to be able to see that. So I think one of the questions that I get asked a lot, especially by people that are here in northwest Arkansas, is why Bentonville? It's honoring that the film festival chose here in Bentonville. But why Bentonville? I think it's a really special place. Bentonville is is an emerging cultural center. You know, you have the Crystal Bridges Museum and so many other great assets in this 
region and attractions are opening every day. Like you have amazing restaurants and beautiful nature trails and also the cycling trails. I mean, I think it's it's really a place that might not be the first the first choice in a lot of people's minds just because they don't know know about it. But the other w- reason that we're here is is due to our incredible uh, founding sponsor, Walmart. So they have really been able to allow us to have Bentonville be our host city for the festival and to be able to showcase Bentonville to the rest of the world as well. So it's really due to to Walmart support and Walmart's championing of everything that we're doing with inclusion and the festival and storytelling and media that allows us to be here. So we're we're really thankful to them and to the rest of the community because it just makes sense to be here and we're happy to to call this home. We're excited to have you here. Absolutely. You mentioned Walmart just now in talking about the festival and why Bentonville was chosen. How is Bentonville Film Festival different? And I'm really talking about some of the distribution um, and right. what else makes makes right. the Bentonville Film Festival different from other f- film festivals. Right. Um, it's it's a really great question, and we have a lot of prizes that we offer our filmmakers to kind of set ourselves apart from other festivals. We are the only festival that I know of so far that guarantees the winner of our narrative competition distribution. So we give the winner a distribution offer through our partner, AMC Theaters, and that's really unique to a festival to offer distribution, which is kind of the holy grail for filmmakers because they're really looking to get their films out there in the world and to have a festival that allows them to offer such a unique prize, you know, is is very exciting for us to be able to partner with AMC, with Walmart, with Voodoo, Lifetime and Stars. We're able to really offer a robust package of distribution. Let's take a step back and just explain a little bit more what distribution means to people that may not be in that filmmaker world. What what does it mean when you say they have distribution of their film? It means that their film gets out there, you know, so instead of playing the festival circuit, which is a lot of times these films take a few months to go to Sundance, to go to Tribeca, to go to Bentonville, you know, South by. So there's a lot of opportunities for their film to be seen by industry and then to be bought. And then once a film gets bought, that is really where the distribution comes in. So either it goes into theatrical theaters like AMC or other theaters that you you locally go to in, in, in your area like Arclight or um, you know, some of the other theaters I can't think of off the top of my head, but it's really more of that traditional theatrical distribution where I can go buy a ticket and get my popcorn and go in and sit down in my seat exactly watch watch a film on on at the movie theater that I think of as the movie theater that I've gone to my whole life right and so we do offer that you know we offer that through AMC theaters a traditional Mm -hmm. distribution and then there's other ancillary markets that people find distribution in now so there's so much you, there's so many ways you can watch 
you know, shows and, and films now on Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. There's a lot of distribution services that, you know, we partner particularly with Voodoo.com as our digital streaming uh, service. But a lot of these films get out there into the world that way. So if they don't go into a traditional theater that where we're used to seeing films, then they'll go on a Netflix or an, a Hulu. Cool. So we can all look on our streaming to find them later on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we typically try to push that out in our newsletter with the films that did get distribution through the Bentonville Film Festival of which ones are on what platforms and how you can view it if you've missed it the week that it was here. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So I can go find some of those. You can <laughs> and you should. I will. I will for sure. <laughs> So, Wendy, you talk about it being streaming on Vudu or in the theaters. For the past winners or films that have been shown here at the Bentonville Film Festival, is there a place that we can go look and see where to find those so that we can view them if we would like? A lot of the past winners have found distribution, um, and I'm sure a lot of them are on streaming platforms right now, like Vudu is definitely a place that people can find some of the films that have aired or screened at BFF previously. I know that we just recently screened for 2017 The Painted Woman, and I believe that film just did their distribution here in the Northwest Arkansas region and will be on a platform coming soon. I'm not sure which one that will be yet, but I know that could be airing on stars, but I, I don't know. You'll have to, we'll have to check that and see. Okay. Um, and if it is, if it is indeed the truth and I can state that a better way, but it would be a good example because it is a local filmmaker and it is a really success story within the BFF lexicon that one of the films that played here at the festival is is indeed on Stars, which is one of our distribution partners. Very cool. Is there a link on the website of past winners? There is, yeah. You can go to our website and you can find the festival winners from 2015, 2016, and 2017. Mm -hmm. And their trailers will be on our website and it's probably linking to their personal film website, okay. which people can find out more information about where to about, see the films. Mm -hmm. About where to see the films from those. So those winners are lo are located on your website. Yes, yes. They okay. Are. Yep. Awesome. That is very good information to have. What are some of the different aspects of the Bentonville Film Festival? So we can go and see films. What are some of the other things that really make it unique in terms of delving into that diversity and inclusion aspect and really looking at championing women in film and media? Yeah, I really feel like there's something for everyone here. You know, attendees can experience a range of of diversity on the screen, also conversations in our discussion events that we have at the record. Uh, so, you know, we have a week-long panel. You know, we have a week-long discussion events this year that are focusing on three tracks, you know, content and distribution, which is kind of what we touched on earlier, a theme of Images Matter, how it's important to see yourself represented in media. And then we have a celebrity series. So we have, uh, you know, Gina and Friends 
that's definitely Always a favorite. A fun and favorite. Super favorite. And then we have a lot of free events. We'll be doing we'll be doing the outdoor theater all day. So we'll be screening films outside at the Sony Theater there. We'll be doing a lot of different sponsor activations and there'll be giveaways and samples. Lots of free public places where people can engage as well as go to the competition films, the commercial sort of more spotlight type of films that are coming from the studios. And then a lot of the other locations that we're excited about are the Skylight Cinemas. Mm-hmm. We actually have a real theater We have a movie theater in town this year. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think that there's really something for everyone, and we're just excited to to inspire action and thought and conversation that whole week around inclusion. So you mentioned that we have Skylight Cinema now. Will we still have the Cinema Transformers or the mobile movie theaters, whatever they're called exactly? Yes, yes. Was that the right name? The Cinema Transformers? Can't let those escape. No, they're actually... Cine Transformers. Cine Transformers. Say that word three times. Think so of- those are really state-of-the-art experiences, and all of our filmmakers are kind of blown away when they understand that what we're screening in this in this Cine Transformer. It's basically an eighteen-wheeler truck, you know, that we set up as our theater village, mm-hmm. and those trucks are on hydraulics, and they kind of expand into this 99-seat state-of-the-art theater with amazing sound and amazing visual quality. So it's it's just a really fun talking kind of like just kind of a unique way to to bring something fun to the town that maybe people have never seen before. But yeah, we're definitely bringing those back and the filmmakers love them and we love them. I love to go watch films in them there. They're my favorite thing to go and and sit in. And when I go to a regular, like, standard movie theater now, after that, I'm like, "Mm, I miss that little space. It's unique. (laughs) Like, it's unique and it's intimate and you feel like you're right with every character that's happening and all of that story that's happening with the with the film. So. I agree. And we always, you know, have really interesting Q&As directly after every film where we have the talent from, you know, a lot of the films come out and the directors or the producers will talk about how long it took to make the film or, you know, all the different stories that I'm interested in hearing every time I see a film. And if I get the opportunity to talk to a filmmaker, it's makes that experience even more meaningful and special because you know what went behind it and all the thought and hard work that it takes. Yeah. We also have, during the Bentonville Film Festival, one of my favorite things to walk through, which is the, and I don't, I always call it the vendor showcase, where you walk through and you can see all kinds of things, which, is that pretty typical at a film festival, or is that pretty unique here because of the supplier community that we have, or? I think it's a really unique way for a lot of our supporters and our sponsors to engage with the community as well as with our filmmakers and with everybody else that comes to enjoy the week. It's it's definitely something that gets more 
unique every year with our sponsors really getting excited about what they can bring, how they can make the experience more in line with a you know an experience. I think that they're going to be deeper this year in terms of people being able to engage not only just pick up samples, but there'll be right. lots of ways to, to do that and engage with the traditional way. But the, there's going to be some really fun activations in that space that we're, we, this year we'll, we'll be calling Inclusion Town. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be Inclusion an exciting, Town. exciting place exciting. to be. Mm-hmm. Last year I got to put up a post-it note of the name of someone, the name of a woman that inspired me. And it was – you know, the highlight because I put up my mom up there and I had to take a picture like pointing to it. And um, it was really a fascinating moment that I didn't expect to have this, these feelings happen as I went through a inclusion town or vendor showcase or, or whatever. And so that I'm really excited that there's more engaging opportunities like that. Yeah, this year, you'll you'll find that there's going to be more activities like that, that you can make that emotional connection to, as well as the fun that goes on in that space. Right, because you need the fun. You need the fun. You need the fun. So if we have films happening, and we have Inclusion Town happening, and we have the panels happening, the talking series where you can choose the track. Um, Are all of these things ticketed? They are. A lot of them are ticketed, but a lot of them are free, like I was saying, especially the Inclusion Town is free. We have the free outdoor movies uh, that is in the outdoor theater over by Lawrence Plaza. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be ticketed events. We will have all of that on our website coming soon. Our schedule will be announced at the end of March. So I think people should just continue to check back to the website for updates on how to buy tickets for individual events. But passes are on sale now. Okay. So if you're interested in seeing everything and being a part of everything, you can buy your pass now. I think that sounds like a great, great idea. With regards to the films, how are they selected? Like, how do you decide what films are going to be shown here at the Bentonville Film Festival? It's really a unique process that we do our selection because it takes the inclusion aspects into account where we need you to have at least two qualifiers in order to be selected for the competition of the festival. One of them is in the area of director. The other areas are in the subject and the representation on screen. And then the third area is the representation behind the camera. So um, we take all of that into account when we're looking at selecting films. And then we program, you know, with, with the top sort of 20 you know, this year there'll be there'll be about 22 narratives in competition and about 21 documentaries in competition. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Is the competition then too separate between documentaries and narratives, and so they don't overlap in terms of competition? Right, they're all categorized. So your competition categories would be the narrative competition, the documentary competition. We're adding this year an episodic competition. So that would be like television pilots or even webisodes, 
all competing in a category for best episodic. And then we also have short films. So there will be best short film as well. So what's the difference between a narrative then and a documentary? And you explained a little bit about what an episodic is, but what, how do you define those for those of us that aren't film people? A narrative is really your traditional story where um, it's a fictional story or maybe based off of a true true life, but kind of fictio fictionalized with actors and cast that represent the characters. A documentary is really more about delving into the personal journey of a subject or the personal story of, of a true live subject or event. So we'll have representation in both of those categories. And then I explained to you a little bit about the episodics, but those are webisodes are getting really popular now. So they're all different time lengths that are represented in our program this year. And then the short films are really defined as anything that is from like two to 20 minutes. Two to 20. I didn't know. What is something... Bentonville has with the Bentonville Film Festival that other places don't? Well, I think it's a lot about the mission. You know, you always have to go back to the mission and the focus of what we're doing here, which is primarily, you know, research and education, creating inclusive content, our partners and sponsors are interested in building diver diverse workforces you know, and we really need to just go back to the mission every time, which is our primary objective is to influence mainstream media, you know, to immediately increase diversity in content, you know, that's produced and distributed because if they can see it, they can be it. So we always go back to that because I think that's the most important message of the festival is that imagination is the key. And if we have an inclusive world on screen that inspires a lot of those same thoughts and feelings and emotions in your own life. So being able to see it there on the screen is such a mirror of of everyday life and how that works. Exactly. It shapes how we feel about ourselves, you know, and our sense of what is possible. It affects how we see value and treat others who are different than ourselves. So it gives us empathy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so media is the key, and our, our focus is really that that message. If they can see it, they can be it. Wendy, in talking about this inclusion and diversity, we know that we want to share this with the younger generation. Is Bentonville Film Festival a family-friendly event? It's absolutely family-friendly. We, we definitely program with that element in mind. All of our free screenings in the park are targeted toward families and we're doing a really incredible series this year that we're calling our legacy series so a lot of those films within the legacy series of are going to be fam family friendly and those are films that kind of pioneered our mission where they were making these types of films in align in alignment with our mission 20 years ago so we're bringing a lot of those classic films back to to screen outside and you know we'll have animated films we'll have lots of different films that will pique people's interest and positive roles on screen that are inspiring content for kids and families 
great. So if I want to bring my child down, I shouldn't be hesitant about that. Or if I want to look at, or if I want to look at tickets or passes to bring my child, then that's. I get the green light on that. You、huh? get the green light on bringing <laughs> kids. Yeah, there's lots of kids-centered events,、uh, you know, within our inclusion town, as well as in our programming. So there's lots of experiences on the filming side, or just to connect with other.、Uh, I know last year we had a lot of dressed. Dressed-up characters in the inclusion town area, so people can take pictures. You know, meet some of the mascots that will be around inclusion town and watch films. So let's talk a little bit about this aspect that we hit on with the Gina and friends from the idea of the celebrities that are that come to Bentonville, right? So first of all. How excited are they about coming to Bentonville, and do they have the same reaction when they leave as, or the same feelings? Has that have those feelings changed after they visited the town? <laughs> Absolutely, I think the first reaction is Bentonville. Where's Bentonville? And you're like Arkansas. They're like, oh, Arkansas. You know. So I think there is this idea of, hey, come to Bentonville, Arkansas. No one really understands why. And that's kind of the first reaction, unless you know a lot of people in the entertainment industry are from Arkansas. So I've had that recently too, where I've reached out and said, "Hey, you should come to our festival, and it, you know this is what we're all about, and it's in Bentonville, Arkansas." And people are like, "I'm from Arkansas," you know, like Judge Reinhold and Mary Steenburgen and others、huh? that know about us and are excited to come, you know, and then others that you're introducing for the first time, like. Terry Crews, who now has been back a lot and loves Arkansas, and as a board of advisor, and also Meg Ryan, who you know is on our board of advisors and has been a number of times, and just loves it here and and understands why we have it here now. I love to watch people come to Bentonville the first time and and see the things that are happening here in Bentonville, and then. Be able to go back and talk about that to their peers, whoever they are,、um, whether that's people going back to LA or people going to New York or you know Miami. It doesn't matter. Being able to to talk about this town, which is pretty special, it has a a special vibe happening here. You guys are very lucky to live here. I get to be an honorary member, but you know I think that living here is is such a unique. Experience and being definitely being able to have this as our host city, and like we talked about earlier, it's just it's such a such a great cultural center. And with the Crystal Bridges Museum, I think a lot of people are blown away with that, and the fact that we get to have a lot of our special events there, and they're so welcoming to the festival, and that's really special to us. I think that's part of being in Bentonville is being welcoming. Whether that's at Crystal Bridges or Twenty One C or at the Walmart Museum or wherever you are, I think that's part of the charm. Is that there's definitely a welcoming committee. It is part of the charm. I agree. All of our filmmakers go back and say, "This is the best festival I've ever been to," and you want to know why? Because of the people. You know, they get to Arkansas and they get to Bentonville and they've made friends with local community members for. You know, over time from last year, I've talked to people and filmmakers who are like, "Oh, I'm still friends with you know a lot of people from Bentonville, and we share 
our experiences through, you know, social media or we email each other. So it really is a place where people can make relationships and and find friendships and those are lasting. It's it's a, it's rare that that happens. Yeah. It, so it's very lucky. lasting. I I met a good friend of mine at the festival last year and I'm still very good friends with her now almost a year later. Right. And so you know, you've had a personal co- experience and I think that's really what people are looking for, you know. It's important to be able to have that community engagement and that's really how change is made. That's right. Through those special connections. Wendy, we are in year four of the Bentonville Film Festival. What are some of the highlights of the last three years? Some of those big moments that both from a programming standpoint and let's be honest, from a celebrity standpoint, what are some of those exciting things, those big moments of the past three years? Well, I think year one, we came straight out of the gate with Nick Cannon and Soledad O'Brien hosting our award show. I mean, that was incredible. And then Nick did a DJ set directly after and flew out that night after his set. That was an epic moment. So we started out in the right way, I think, and that that was in 2015. 2016, you know, we've done a lot of really great fireside chats with Bruce Dern, sharing his experiences over the last 50 years of working with the most amazing people in this industry. Obviously, we talked about Gina and Friends. I think that is always really fun every year with... Meg Ryan or with Constance Wu, you know, um, a lot of amazing people came out for that. Last year, we had William H. Macy come and Jewel performed. Um, We also had, you know, some really great filmmakers come out on the programming side. Can't forget Robert De Niro. Oh, right. Robert De Niro came uh, the first year as well and screened a film about his father. That was incredible. One of the highlights from last year is the sneak peek programming that we brought in from Warner Brothers when we brought Wonder Woman to Bentonville. So the film had not been distributed yet. We brought the director, Patty Jenkins, out, as well as the two producers, Deborah Schneider and Charles Roven, and they brought some special clips that they put together specifically for Bentonville, and we got to talk to Patty about the significance of Wonder Woman, the movie, you know, and then that went on to make box office records and continue to get nominated and recognized for a lot of allocades and awards and just um, recognition that, you know, programming like that and films like that people want to see and i think that was a really a really big moment for us to be able to make that statement here at the festival and then have wonder woman go on to break the box office records that it did okay as we wrap up i have two more things i want to ask you first of all Submissions for this year are already closed because we're into screening for for the festival and about to release that. But say it's coming up for 2019 and I want to make a film or I have made a film. What do I do? How do I get to be part of the Bentonville Film Festival? Yeah, our submissions will open in 2019, probably in September or October. So definitely check the website. We will be 
posting there when submissions are open, and then there is a thorough process through a company called Without a Box that we use for people to upload their films into the submission categories, and then we start the screening process. That's exciting. Maybe I'll make a film. Probably not. Make a film. <laughs> and make that film inclusive. Of in course. front and behind the camera. Of course. A lot of the a lot of the the reason for having the selection process include a lot of the things I was mentioning before in terms of the diversity boxes that people needed to check off is to get producers to start thinking about those things because I think that we oftentimes hire who we know mm -hmm. and pull together people that we know. But then when you have a question that you have to answer on a form that says is your cast or crew 50% diverse or female? It gets people thinking, is my cast or crew 50% diverse or female? And then you start saying, yes, of course, or no, it's not. Let me go out and see if I can meet this submission requirement so I can submit to the Bentonville Film Festival. So that's what's exciting to me is that it, continually is an education process. Fantastic. So my other question is, we touched on this just a little bit earlier. You said we could go buy passes right now. If I lived in, say, Little Rock or Tulsa, and I wanted to be part of the Bentonville Film Festival, I know it's coming up in May, and I want to be part of it. What are the steps I need to take to be able to come and just participate if I don't have a pass? If you don't have a pass, you can always just come up. I think a lot of people think, oh, I have to have a ticket or are things going to be sold out or how do I engage? And, you know, definitely first check the website because the schedule will be on there. But as we were talking earlier, the footprint of the festival is really around the square, which is the heart of the town. And all of our community gets into the action. So our local businesses will be engaging. You know, we'll have all of our free events that you can walk around and experience. We'll have the Inclusion Town, which will be giving samples and giveaways, as well as experiences there that you can bring your family to participate with. You know, so there'll be music, there'll be films, there'll be all of that to celebrate this festival surrounding inclusion. And it doesn't have to be a filmmaker. You don't have to be involved in that in you that don't. world. It's for us as the general public to participate and learn about um, an experience. Exactly. You don't have to be involved in film to be able to find something to do and a way to to have fun here. And it's really about the community engagement like we were talking about earlier. We'd love people from all over the state to come to the festival and experience everything that it has to offer. Fantastic. Thank you, Wendy, so much for joining us here at Haxton Road Studios today. Make sure, go online, folks. Subscribe, download, visit Bentonville, a new American town. While we are on the subject of BFF, let's talk about another great event that happens every year about this time in Bentonville. The annual Power of Music Festival showcases songwriters from across the U.S. that include Grammy winners and Hall of Famers. It's a three-day festival celebrating the art of songwriting in downtown Bentonville. Check out this year's information on pomfestival.org 
or the Power of Music Festival on Facebook.